now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 546th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We've got the one and only Lord Yushiro, as some might say. Some say over the rainbow. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Yushiro. Uh, and then, of course, we've also got uh, the one and only, knowledgeable as always, R Sigma. Hey, I'm awake, too. We are all <laughs> awake Thankfully, Just we're all awake barely. here at the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that the Royal Wii came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game and everything in between. And I'm very excited for the show. Actually, one thing I saw this week, so I have actually been doing a lot more Pokemon stuff than I have been in like the past few months. Uh-huh. And so one of the things I saw, though, was so I, I've just like not enjoyed the idea of the pokemon go tcg set until this week when they revealed that there's there's ditto cards in them that looks so cool when like (laughs) you you, like pull a bidoof but it's got the little ditto symbol on the bottom and you can just like peel it and is it actually a ditto that's so cute that is cute that is beyond cute that's really cute like that made me go man i want to open a pack until i get one of those so that i can just do it (laughs) that is adorable it sounds like it'll probably be hard as always to go get those yeah. Especially with it being like the Pokemon Go set. Maybe they'll overprint it though, because they've done a lot better in recent sets. They have. Yeah. Sometimes like their initial run gets bought out, but then their next run is like fine. Yeah, it blows my mind that people still are trying to scalp it, but they've definitely upped the production. Yeah. Uh, I love what they've been doing with character rares because it's like decreased the price on so many cards. I believe that. I believe that to actually. Being quite, like a reasonable price. I would believe that. I, I can see it. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I also hit, like... So I, I haven't played been playing a lot of competitive recently. I did take over a team in Piddle, and I think I've won, like, the past two matches. I've done three of the five that were left in the season. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, and so I've, I've last... Uh, I've won two of the three that I got to play so far, which was kind of cool, Um, just futzing around. So I was like, oh, maybe I should, like, try to play Pokemon again and see if, like, the good old competitive chops still exist. It's the collecting as- aspect of it that yeah. my wallet is just no longer ready for. <laughs> so I hit 1500 on the OU ladder recently. Ooh, nice. Yeah, after not playing Ooh, forever, nice. like, it felt really good to just, like... The nice thing is, like, it's on an alt that nobody can follow me on. <laughs> <laughs> it's your incognito one. Yeah, it's my incognito, and... I, I like being able to play on some alts that people can't recognize me on because, like, sometimes I actually do run into Puckle people and they'll realize who I am. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, it's always one of those things. It's just like, here's the tryhard moment, right? Like, they, they would never play like this against anybody else on Showdown, but they're just like, right, here's, here's right. Thatch. And so yep. uh, it's also it takes, like, the pressure off of me because nobody's going to be, like, looking at my Showdown account to find out where my where my ranking is. Yeah. <laughs> And, and of course, I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm playing a lot of Unite myself. Uh, oh, Unite's and I good. Don't, I don't. I don't have that problem that you have, right? Uh, being recognized, but I hate it when I get 
teamed up with a YouTube uh, a streamer. Oh no! Especially when they have the streamer tag, they don't even have to be famous. Just because they put something like "Oh uh, Johnny Twitch" or something. Oh yeah, TV. I know what you mean. I know what TV. You mean. Yeah, or like a YT or anything. Yeah, yeah. People's like, oh, there's a streamer after him. Yeah, and we gotta like, do oh, really good. Snap. <laughs> we gotta make plays on him. Yeah, I totally understand that. I told I. I feel like anybody who puts that in their handle is just, like, very pretentious. Inviting. Yeah, you're inviting chaos. I mean, I've thought the same thing about people who end their names with the VGC in the Pokemon community, too. So. I felt I feel the same way currently and always have. Yeah, that is true. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it puts you in a box very easily, and it's like, you can't expand from there. <laughs> and you're putting yourself in that box. You're putting yourself in that box, which is the worst yeah. part. I don't know. I, I really dislike when people, I don't know. Like I said, it's pretentious. Like, yeah, you're just like, yeah, I'm really good at this. And I've noticed a lot of people with VGC at the, at the end of their name uh, aren't. There are some. I will say there are some. Some are really good. Yeah. Uh, others are yes. just people who play VGC. There's like, there's like no middle, I found, though. There's like yeah. no middle. You're either like really good or you're really bad. The people who have VGC or TCG uh, at the end of their tags or whatever are the people who had a Charizard holograph back in the base <laughs> set and uh, <laughs> wouldn't shut up about it. That's so true, though. <laughs> I opened so many packs as a kid, never opened a Charizard. It's very upsetting. Somebody ended up giving me one at some yeah. point, and I was, I was pretty happy about it. There was this kid who had a Charizard, had a Septos, but his mom made him initial the cards in the back. Oh, no. Oh. Right. So he was so happy that he had those, but everyone was like, but dude, you wrote on them with my Sharpie in the back of the card, your initials. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, this card is worthless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, that is so sad. Yeah, I, I mean, I had one, but I never wrote on it. I used it. I played with it before I knew what sleeves were. And <laughs> yeah. so, like, it's definitely not in great condition. Mm. But it's not in terrible condition either. Okay. It's probably, it's probably like a solid five, you know? Uh, PSA. Yeah. I don't remember if I had any starters, but I think I might have had a Zapdos and I had a Magneton. I think I got all the legendary birds. I don't know. I opened a lot of packs as a kid and it's really frustrating that, like, the only fully evolved starter line I ever actually legitimately pulled was Venusaur. Because, like, I never owned a base at Blastoise. Really? Yeah, and that frustrates me, man. I had one. Because that's, like, my favorite. Well, yeah, the good for you, Jushiro. <laughs> good for you. And I remember, I think the Venusaur, didn't Venusaur come, like, one in one of the the starter decks? I don't think so. Maybe it did. I uh, thought the starter decks were Mewtwo. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yep. You're right. else. So, like, one of the things I also want to do, so we talked a little bit last week about doing cube draft again in the server, which was a lot of fun. But the thing is, like, I found a package that has, like, every Pokemon theme deck that's ever existed in it. Oh. And I would love to do, like, a theme deck tournament for, like, each era of the Pokemon TCG. That would and, like, you just pick your theme deck and you have fun with it. Like, mm -hmm. I think that would be a lot of, you can do this all in, like, tabletop sim. Yeah. And so it, it's a lot of fun to do that. The only problem with tabletop sim is it's not as automatic as like TCG online. Yeah, you have to set it up, up. manually set everything up. Yeah, but if you know it, if you know how to play, it's not bad. Yeah. But it's definitely something I've always wanted to do. Like I just want to try playing with like the old old starter decks. <laughs> yeah. Like I think that would be a lot of fun. Count me in. We can record it or something. 
the old rocket ones. The rocket ones, they have all the gym leader ones. Ooh. Wow, I remember the gym leader ones. That those were fun. Eric is Vaplum. Yeah. Search is Rice Gym. They're all the old gym leader ones, which is really cool. So like you could just play with that. Because like every gym leader got a starter deck. Oh, I didn't realize all of them got one. That's really cool. All of them got it, which is insane. That's awesome. So you could so we could do like a whole eight man tournament with every gym leader. <laughs> and it would be a lot of fun, I think. Was Giovanni in the gym leader packs? Or yeah. Was he in the rocket pack? No, he was in the he was in the t- gym oh, okay. leader packs, yeah. Okay. He was in the gym leader packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh it was just really cool to see the uh, the theme decks with the, like the old school stuff. Yeah. I don't know because I remember the gym leader stuff because it was definitely the Pokemon TCG going. Uh oh, what do we do now? And they came out with the gym leader stuff, which was very interesting at the time. Yeah, and I do miss it to to some extent. But yeah, like base set stuff is a lot of fun. It is absolutely yeah. You have uh yeah gym heroes. You have all eight original gym leaders have a deck hmm. like uh, Brock's fighting cool. Misty's water Lieutenant Surge's electric. Uh, Erica's, uh, grass, Sabrina's the psychic, Koga's grass, Blaine's fire, and Giovanni's fighting. Hmm, nice. And there's, like, a ton of old decks, though, from that, from that era, which just makes it fun. Yeah, I think, I think the whole gym thing wasn't just one set, right? It was, like... Uh, It was two sets. I was gonna say, I thought it was a couple. There was two sets. It was two sets. It was gym heroes, followed up by gym challenge. Mm. I don't know, like, looking at those old sets is just, it's very nostalgic, because, like, I I played as a kid up until, like, Neo, right? Right. And I know, like, Mark or somebody disagreed with me about how, like, the old art on the cards, like, when it's just, like, the old Sigamori art, he hated it. And I'm just like, I don't know, that's, like, my favorite. <laughs> like, give me straight up Heracross <laughs> with just the Sigamori art on a card, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I don't know. I think I got tired of it when I started seeing it in, like, black and white still, but... Uh, in black and white, I can totally understand, because we got so many cool different ways to do the Pokemon card art. But back in the day, yeah. like, that's all you cared about. They they went so far. Like, uh... It's nostalgia, goggles. Like, modern day, I completely understand. Just give me the nostalgia, though, of, like, the Sigamori art, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't mind it on the old cards, because it feels like it should be vintage. Yeah. It's when you see them on, like, newer ones, where it's like, you could have put more effort into this. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I would be totally into running, like, a small little tournament, though. Maybe I should. I'm off on Friday. Maybe we should do it on Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. What day is that? Something? That's yeah, holiday well, weekend. Yeah, I, I took the Friday off because that's just too much vacation time. So yeah, the twenty seventh. You know, twenty seventh on Discord. Let's say like, let's say like, uh, I don't know, like six p.m. Eastern. Okay. We go ahead and we like. If you have tabletop sim, come to the Puckle Discord, PuckleDiscord.com, and I will start up a tabletop sim with a bunch of uh, cards and we'll or with a bunch of the theme decks and we'll just go to town. Sounds like fun. And we'll have some fun. And if you're interested in just playing with old school theme decks, we'll do like, I, I want to do like something for the original series. So that's going to be uh base set through uh gym challenge. And then maybe if there's time, we'll do another one for generation two, which is Neo through Sky Ridge. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun Uh, because those are just like those decks aren't good. And that's the best part. <laughs> right. Like, I love theme decks that are very clunk. I love clunky theme decks. It doesn't suck. When you're fighting another theme deck. Yes, exactly. I, I love theme deck tournaments. They are my favorite thing. Yeah. They're slow and steady and balanced to a point. <laughs> so yeah, you, you heard it here first, folks. May 27th, 6 p, did I say 6 or 7? 6, 6, 7 p.m. Eastern. Come to the Discord. Yeah. I'll put an announcement in there and we'll, we'll do it. 
All right. Have a little sign up. Yeah, yeah. You can have a little sign up. I'll put, oh, yeah, I'll get a little sign up in there if you want to do it. We might have to set up several tables because I don't know if we can fit like 16 people in there, but. Right. <laughs> Depending on how many people are going to show up. Yeah, we, we want to know how many people are going to show up and we'll get it all set up. And maybe we'll just like make people draw like from a bag which theme deck they get or something like that. All right. So this is a good place to stop before Thatch goes on more. But we're going to yes. go ahead and we're going to kick it on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. We've got a few things to talk about, but not really, because it's slow until we get that Scarlet Violet <laughs> trailer that'll drop one day in like the next month or so. In less than uh, one of the next few weeks, Pokemon Home is updated to 2.0 and is out. So you can go collect your Pokemon from BDSP and PLA and use the world's most complicated diagram to know what can transfer where. Because the stats change it and all that, I assume. Uh, kind of. It's like it. So like everything gets stored, but it doesn't get restored until it goes back to that game. If that makes sense. So like it, th- that Pokemon just like has stats for being in each game that it goes to. Yeah, like I moved my uh, shiny Reggie Gigas over into uh, BDSP to get some ribbons. Yeah, and it lost its mint. It's like, oh, that's sad. Yeah, <laughs> it's very frustrating and confusing. Oh. I don't know why mints can't stay. Uh, uh, all the games right now have mints, and it's like, oh, well. It okay, just wants whatever. to reset everything. It's fine. Uh, like the whole the whole thing's just very confusing, and they did this to themselves, and I don't feel sorry for them. <laughs> I mean, there are nice things like being able to transfer Pokemon that are in Legends Arceus that you want to evolve with, like trading things. Yeah, that exist in Legends Arceus. It's like, oh, I can just move my Gengar from BDSP and give it a link cable. And send it back, and hey, I've got a gun card now. That still feels like uh, very, very long. I mean, it's not bad if you don't have a friend. If you don't have a friend, <laughs> that's a, a good, good option. option. Says says the three friends on the Pokemon <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Porygon, I can I can believe actually. Porygon makes sense. Porygon, it's really nice for. Same with like Scizor. Yeah, I'm sure. All right. Uh, well, we'll move on. TCG. <laughs> before we before we jump into TCG, let's talk about Unite for a second. Um, there has been a leak or uh, a rumor that a new evolution is going to arrive to the game. Um, it is Glaceon. And uh, we know that because the... For the Eevees, you know that in the Unite, now you have multiple Eevees that you can run around because Espeon and Sylveon are on mm-hmm. the game, which we're all waiting for that day that where there's five Eevees so we can see ten Eevees running around the, in the match and it will be amazing. But uh, obviously, since it's the same Pokemon, they have to dif- differentiate them for one reason. So they did that by adding a circle on the uh, profile pick on the Pokemon during the game. So you can identify if that Eevee is going to evolve into a Sylveon, into an Espeon. So they found in the code in the game that there is a Glaceon uh, little profile Cute. thing. So uh, it is now, yep, so probably we'll have a third Eevee coming on. I don't know why it's Glaceon. They're choose. They're, because they're, they're going to do all of them anyway, so who cares? Uh, well, they'll do all of them except right, for Right. Uh, yes. 
We all know what the worst one is. It's it's okay. <laughs> right. In the TCG front, we have the Astral Radiance set that releases on Friday. So uh, that is going to be a lot of fun yes. as well. Uh, is there, are there any good cards in that set? Because I don't actually know. Uh, it's got like all That's the a question for Sigma. <laughs> or a bunch of them. Like, and the origin forms for uh, Dialga and Palkia are like the pace cards too. So I don't know if I'm excited about that or not, um, but okay. They they look weird. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know if I accept them yet either. I guess we're on Go News. Yes, now. we are. And do you like Tapu? Because the Alola to Alola event announced to start on May 25th. And if you've been doing the researches for like the past months now, it's like adventure and uh, you'll get a free research that actually has like a lot of cool things like incubators and lucky eggs. So that's cool. And also during the event, your Q-Bone will evolve into an Alolan Marowak with Shadow Bone. Wow. And you'll find all the Tapus and Raids. So, yay. I really wish they just gave you options to evolve into Alolan Pokemon at this point. I kind of wish that too. Uh, it's a weird hmm. game. That I, I understand it with Pikachu. We're probably never going to get a time where Pikachu's going to evolve into an Alolan Raichu because they don't want to bother winning assets for a Raichu, right? Well, you just don't let those evolve. Like, they've done that before. <laughs> we're like, oh, this Pokemon's got clothing. Yeah. It can't evolve. Because they have some Raichu right. that have clothes, some that don't. Yeah, exactly. I, and so, I don't know. They could totally do it, though, uh, without any issue, in my opinion. I They mm-hmm. should just give us the option to like hit the button and let it evolve into a Lolan Raichu if it's mm-hmm. a standard Pikachu. They should just give us that option. Yeah, just underneath, just like how they have Slowbro. Exactly. Slowpoke evolving into Slowbro and Slowcat. Exactly. Like that's what they need. To, that's what they should do. There should just be options because... Especially because a lot of the, if you're playing like PvP Pokemon Go, a lot of the Alolans are actually good in PvP. Mm, but it's hard to get those stats mm. without, I guess, trading is how you do yeah, it. Yeah, it's dumb. Competitive Pokemon Go has a lot of no Yeah, it's got a lot of problems, and the biggest problem is that you can't, uh, I don't know, like, it, Pokemon Go for, like, its biggest detriment is that it's too focused on community, which is a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. Which is which makes it really hard if you're just somebody who just doesn't live in an area with a lot of Pokemon Go players. Yep. Right. Or Pokemon Go players who only show up during events. Yes. And if it's not an event, then you don't have to do Exactly. It. Like, yeah. So it makes the game yeah. more difficult. I don't know. It's, it's a weird gate. You are correct. It, it is just a weird gate in that regard. Well, one change that they are making, at least, it's is not that a good one. Nyan, Niantic has announced. It's not good. No one is happy. Nobody's yeah. happy about this change, for sure. <laughs> but you can keep reading. Niantic has announced they have boosted in-person raid rewards, but also discontinuing weekly remote raid passes in the coin bundle, saying that they will want they want the freedom to make the bundle more cohesive and events. Why is it in United States of America every time they want to give us less? It's because of more freedoms. I don't I, I, understand I, it. It's whatever. It's like you could give us both. They do like, understand. No one- I mean, I understand. I don't want to understand. I don't agree. They, they definitely understand. Right. Yeah, they know why they're doing it. Anyway, like putting an incubator in during uh, a hatching event. Uh, they also raised the bundle price from 250 to 300 They also be adding more social features over the coming months. Okay, I didn't know the last part where they increased the price of the raid pass, remote raid passes. Yeah, they've already done that. It's That's like, insane no. to me. What is going on? What are you doing, Pokemon Technically, Go? they didn't increase the price. They just removed the uh, decrease if you bought them in a pack. So now there's zero reason to buy the three pack. What are you doing? What are you doing, one. Pokemon Go? Like, Do you want to die, Pokemon Go? Niantic. I, Niantic. I can't imagine that this gives them more business in the long run. Right. I don't understand. Right. 
Like, I feel like more people raiding with remote raid passes has more people buying remote raid passes. Right. If you take those raid passes away, people are going to stop paying. <laughs> like, and there's fewer people so for the people who are paying to raid with. And that seems bad. I know. <laughs> this is all very bad. They are not doing a good job. Puckle's pokey prediction for today, though. Let's go to that. Woohoo! It's become my favorite part. Will Pokemon Scarlet and Violet receive animated shorts? Do you think they'd be pre-release like the Generations and Origins? Or post-release like Twilight Wings and Hisuian Snow? If they do, it's going to be post-release because it's not an anniversary. I'm expecting post just because we have Hisuian Snow. Well, gener- both Generations and Origins happened because it was like an anniversary-ish event. And it was a lead-up. But Evolutions is a weird yeah. one. Right. It was like halfway through. So Evolutions was part of the 25th anniversary. Oh. That's no. why. Generations was part of the 20th anniversary. And then Origins was, we're going into this new era of Pokemon leading up to Gen 6. Mm. It was in a simpler time when we all enjoyed Gen 1 nostalgia. <laughs> and then they kept shoving it down our throats afterwards. It was the start of the, the terrible times. It was the start of the decline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to be it for the news. We're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to the Pokemon Trivia, or Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we do Pokemon Trivia. And we're going to go ahead and jump right on into it with uh, some questions, if you guys are ready. Jushiro can actually win it this week if he gets a perfect score. Ooh, yeah. I think it'll be the first time ever. So, I... I'm rooting for you, Jushiro, so, as yes. the person asking the questions, but I can't make promises about what Liger provided me in terms of questions. Oh, I'm not here to win it just because it's easy. I am here to win it because I have six I, I was about to say I'm, that because I'm, I'm like, you're just going to write on the, ta- the tailcoat of, uh, of whoever's here. Um, Look at the bright side. I don't think you made a call out for Jolteon trivia this time. I remember when that happened for you and Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I still failed, I think. I think it went bad. I think it went real um, bad. All right, well. I, guys, guys, I have no illusions that I'm good at trivia, but I know how to play the game. All right. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this question from G. McP, and it's about uh, the Pokemon TCG, uh, but Pokemon TCG from way back in the day, the black and white era. Oh, then I have a chance, then. How okay. would you get a copy of the TCG card, Tropical Beach, officially? Uh, oh, it was, that's easy. Was it from Worlds? I think it was a Worlds card. It was from Worlds. It was a Worlds uh, participation I, card. Uh, I, I hope the year is not. I'll give um, you the year for bragging rights. I hope the year if you give it to me. Uh, right. It, I'm I gonna feel try like to it give was the year just. Uh, there was a couple. Years, I was gonna say. I feel yeah, like 2012. I think it was, was 2012. Yeah, I think it's 2012, uh, and it was the the surprise. But then it was re-released in 2013. For, um, yeah, but in a promo, still hard to get, but people were complaining because Tropical Beach was such a good card. Because usually the promos they give in Worlds and stuff are like either really 
crappy cards that are just promotional value just for the hey it's just because you went to the event but tropical beach was actually a great card so after they released it on world people complained and they did a temporary release on i think it was a magazine or something but uh that's my final answer uh, yes by going and competing and topping in worlds 2011 and 2012 or being a staff member at those competitions and that's why yes. tropical beach was uh very expensive i'm so, so surprised they allowed that card in decks yes and they just didn't ban it I don't know yes. why they let that. Yeah, be I don't know why uh, they. Yeah, because Tropical neither. Beach was just way too good and had such a limited market. Like it was one of the reasons that Pokemon was super expensive back back then. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Tropical Beach. What? Uh, for those of you at home who don't know what Tropical Beach did in black and white, Tropical Beach once during each player's turn. That play, it's a stadium, by the way. That player may draw cards until he or she has seven cards in his or her hand. If he or she does, that player's mm-hmm. turn ends. What? Why is this a card? Why it would you let this happen? Crazy. Yep, it was crazy good. Yeah. Nowadays, crazy you have go. to play and for a those of you, to do it. Uh, yep. like, yeah. And for all those yous that listen to the TCG cast, it was the inspiration for the name of the main topic, where it says Topical Beach was named yep. after that card. I do remember that. All right. So that's one for one. You guys are moving on to number two. Uh, we're going to go ahead and give you this one from Ember. In November 2002, there was a week-long event in the Pokemon Center in New York that gave players a shiny Celebi from a machine once per day, with a 1% chance of it to be shiny. However, there's actually a 0.5% chance for another Pokemon to take Celebi's spot. Which Pokemon is this? So instead of receiving oh, a Celebi, there's a hmm. half a percent chance you could get something else that's rarer than getting a shiny Celebi from this machine. Huh. And this was this where was in the, the Pokemon Center again? in New York. Okay, there we go. Pokemon Center in well, New 2002. York. Go I assume. Okay. Oh, that helps. So this was for the movie. I don't know if it had anything to do with the movie. Probably for the movie. Oh no, that's a good question. Was it for the movie? I I actually I know mean, nothing. Pokemon 2000 was movie two. Celebi was movie four. No, Pokemon. Uh, so oh yeah, 2000 was movie two. Yeah, no, that's why you all that. Yeah, but 2000 was released in 99. I don't know why I think, I'm no? helping you guys with or this nine, question oh, because I just think this is very. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's based okay, on the so movie Suicune, I guess, kind of makes sense. Um, Could be. Um. Yeah, if it was based on the movie, it could be Suicune. It could be any. Or it could of be a the, Mew. Um, uh, <clears throat> damn. Uh, 2002. So we're talking about Gen f- 3? Gen 3 would have come out that year, but I don't think they'd be giving away Celebes. It came it, out in the U.S. So. in 2003. So, for what it's oh, okay. worth. So, I'll yeah. give you the, I'm no, but I'm just, you. so I'm, this discount, I'm discounting those generations. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it would be on I'm, I'm only Gen asking this, yeah. So, it Gen means that it will be junk. Yeah. It, it needs to be. What yeah. Pokemon yeah. would be just as cool to receive, though, okay, in 2002, that's also Celebi? Um, you. Mew's correct. There you guys go. Shiny Mew. You guys got. uh, (laughs) You guys get a point there. That's two for two. I totally did not help. (laughs) That was a hard. It was a hard one. I've never heard heard about that either. Honestly, this was a total Uh, guess. All right. This next one is your Pokedex entry question, and we're gonna get from Skull Admin Tank. It's Pokedex entry from Ruby states. In the autumn, the males can be seen performing courtship dances in riverbeds to woo females. During this season, this Pokemon's body coloration is at its most beautiful. Who's that Pokemon? In the autumn, the males can be seen performing courtship dances in riverbeds to woo females. During this season, this Pokemon's body coloration is at its most beautiful. 
I'm leaning masquerade mm. for some reason. It's in a riverbed, though. That I know masquerade is only uh, like, riverbed. Oh, in, in a, a riverbed, riverbed. yeah, like underwater. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> in a riverbed. Uh, all right, so something watery. Most Thankfully, water types are the rarest types of Pokemon. An atom. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, do you think it would be like a Goldeen or a Sea King? But I guess so. I guess so. It could be a that, Sea King. That's that feels sense. like something that would have more color, right? Right. And his colors are kind of atomy with the orange and the white. But I'm thinking it sounds, I don't know why it sounds like a plant, though. Doing mm. a courtship dance? Because Adam and I- <laughs> We're talking about Pokemon here. Freaking vile don't vile please dance in the, under the moonlight. <laughs> Obviously oh, it's the vibe- Lady Color dance. Aren't you familiar with it from Pokemon <laughs> Coliseum? Fine, I'll take I'll take I'll take Datch's uh uh expressions as well I'm going down the wrong route. Uh then yes, seeking is the only one that comes to mind. Then seeking is correct, unless you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the the hint entry was it's I'm yellow decorations. It is the male's job to make a nest by carving out boulders in a stream using the horn on its head. Oh yeah, that would have been an easy one. That would have gotten it for sure. There. Uh, yeah, that would have gotten it. Uh, all right, I think it's a plant doing the courtship dance. I need, I need, I like. I imagine like a lily, like <laughs> dancing around or something. What is something like a blossom dances and it's yeah, a not plant. in a riverbed, Yushiro. I just it, the, I, true. I guess Moody the Kala uh, would the dance in a riverbed though. Like I guess, <laughs> I guess the uh, the autumn thing threw me off because I'm thinking, ooh, autumn, colorful leaves. But yeah, you're right. All right, so that's uh, two. Uh, that's or four for three. So you guys can get up to two points here on this question. This is your multiple answer question, as always. This one's going to be from the trivia master Liger himself. Mm. What are the five abilities that got buffed to deal with Intimidate in Generation 8? Uh, if you give me, for every two answers you give me, you get a point. If you get all five, that's great, I guess. <laughs> Repeat what the question are the five abilities that got buffed to deal with Intimidate in Generation 8? Inner Focus was one that of them. That is correct. Uh, Inner's Focus is one. Right. <laughs> I think Oblivious, is, Oblivious one is another one. That's two. That's one point. Right. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. So we're talking specifically abilities, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, mm. I don't think Justified was one of them, so that's not it. Steadfast, that's already there. Because um, wow. I know Inner Focus uh, was the big one because like Dragonite doesn't care anymore. Dragonite actually has two good abilities now. Right. Inner Focus... Is inner focus and oh, oblivious. It was, I think one of them is ra- uh, one of them's dumb, like rattled. Rattled is correct. How many have you given like me so far? You give me inner focus, oblivious, three. That's and rattled. Three. Yeah, rattled is actually special because that one also gives you a plus one speed boost. Rattled is mm. special, but rattled is only on bad Pokemon, so it doesn't. Uh, matter. That is also uh, very true. I think Ekans gets it or something. Um, Ekans isn't. A good it's also Pokemon. not in Sword and Shield, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> Oh, well, then Meowth and Persian get it, yeah, so that's something. Yeah, on this one. But yeah, their ability but be- they're also a lowland Meowth and Persian, and you'd run Fur Coat on them. Fur Coat or Technician, both of those are better options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best Pokemon that gets rattled, though. <laughs> okay, but not Dunsparce, huh? No. I mean, are you not running Dunsparce for Parahacks? Uh, maybe, with I don't know. Grace? I don't know. Uh, Basque Legion gets it. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> oh, when it, that's when it actually becomes available to play with one day. When it gets an ability game. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Anyways, for the, I d- uh, can't. I'm drawing a blank on what the other two. Abilities you need one are more. Just yeah. one more. I'm, I'm... It's just like Oblivious, though. It's just like Oblivious. What is it? It can't be on. It is on tempo. It is on tempo. The other one is uh, the other one's Scrappy. Oh yeah, Scrappy. All two Pokemon that care about having yeah. Scrappy. Uh, Kangaskhan. Miltank and I don't even maybe Scrappy. Yeah, Miltank this, this and Pangoro probably. probably care. But yeah, that gives you guys uh, your two points. So you're at uh, what's it called? Uh, I've lost count. You're on pace for the eight though, which is what your share needs. So. All you have to do is get this question yes. correct without using the hint, and you get win the game here, Jushiro. Okay, let's All do this. All right. This is going to be from BAM. Which fully evolved fighting type Pokemon has the lowest base speed stat? Fully evolved fully fighting evolved, type, low speed. Fully fighting evolved type, fighting, fighting lowest, lowest speed. speed. Yeah. Hariyama? Hariyama is probably down there. Uh, um, but I think there's like... Uh, it's gotta be something slower. slower. Uh, Slowest fighting type. Wow. Okay. Um. Hmm. Uh, Grappleocked might be down there. <clears throat> I don't remember how fast are they? The the between them. Which one's the slowest? Uh. I mean, I know my champ is slow, but it's not that slow. No, so many of them are like around sixty speed. Like, I think Machamp is about sixty speed. Surfetched is around sixty speed. A lot of them are just sitting at sixty speed. Right. Because uh, I'm thinking Hayama, because you know he's a sumo wrestler. Mm-hmm. But other than that, what other fighting type could be slower? Ooh, maybe one that's dedicated just on counters. Mm-hmm. Like. There's not a fighting type Wobbuffet. Uh, right, that's think. what I was thinking, but I don't think so, yeah. Ooh, what about Throw and the other dude? Throw, Sock has a decent S- speed. Throw isn't, like, super slow, I don't think. Uh, Conkledur is down there, but I don't think it's the I think lowest. you've named everything but the lowest one so far. Uh, okay, you, so you, you have like the bottom five, though. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Like, there, there's definitely, like... <laughs> yeah, you don't have a lock on this situation, so... Damn, what's slower than all of this? Like, if you grew up in, like, the water and then you tried to run on the land. Stop, 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 stop. Polyrath? Polyrath isn't that slow. Uh, grew up in the water. And you like to, you like to wrestle, you know? Ah. Wrestling the grapplocked. Um, oh, did you, wait, did you say grapplocked? I know, I did mention oh, grapplocked, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't pay attention yeah. then. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> Death the answer. Uh, it's got a base speed of yeah! 42. To be honest, that was like the second one that was mentioned, too. Death has <laughs> got a base speed of 42. <laughs> Crabominable is in second, if second lowest, with a base oh, speed yeah, that thing of is a 43. That exists. And Throw and Conkledur have a base oh, speed totally of 45. So, oh, Jushiro, okay. because I like you, you got all of your points. Uh, and you get to say you've won trivia once. Yes! This goes to all the I don't think there are any haters that say that I'm bad. haters. <laughs> no, no, listen. All the haters that think that I'm bad in trivia, they are all right. right. 
but I still won. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that means that Sigma's in the lead with eight points, and everybody else has yet to get on the board. Tune in next week for more Puckles Poke Quiz, where we're quizzing your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. We will catch you on the flip-flop. Well, not on the flip-flop. We're going to the topic. Hey, would you like a green Tauros badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today, uh, we're phoning it in, guys. And we're doing uh, top five and bottom five rock type Pokemon of all time, in our opinions, <laughs> TM. <laughs> Definitely, you can disagree with us, and I would love to hear you disagree with us in the emails next week. So please go ahead and do that. Emails, YouTube comments, like... And it's very slow. Yeah, disagree with us. Disagree with us, because like this, I wonder if this is going to be heated. Tell us we're wrong. I can't imagine rock type Pokemon are like that... I don't know. I, I can't imagine they're that much of a uh, a topic. They could be. It's not something people think about. I don't know that there's any Pokemon I'm like, heck yeah, that's a rock type. I'm very excited that that's a rock type. Like the top three are going to be easy and then like the next two are going to be hard. And then the- so we're just going to try to come up with like the top five and bottom five. I guess it'll be a moving list as we as we discuss it. But I've got two Pokemon, both one for top five and one for bottom five that I would like to propose. Top five, Tyranitar. No. Nah. It might be the best. Yeah, so for those of you at home, this is just like Pokemon that we feel are cool for a number of reasons, whether it be TCG, VGC, viability design, anything. We're just we're just putting yeah. all, we're we're smorgasbording how we feel about these Pokemon altogether. Yeah, I think Tyranitar is just great because it's just a solid design. It's Godzilla. Mm-hmm. It's a good Pokemon competitively, and there have been some fun TCG cards. Unlike Garchomp, the Mega is just as good as regular Tyranitar. Like they're both they're both good. Like, it's not bad like Garch- Mega Garchomp was bad, right? Exactly, exactly. It's not bad. Like, it's usable. It's just that they do different things. They don't it's, do the same thing. Yeah, like, right. it can be a mixed attacker, whereas regular T-Tart, sure, you could run Flamethrower. I used to run Thunderbolt back in Gen 4. Oh, yeah. Wah, 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 I remember. Bingo card. Like, it has the option for special attacks. Like it's. I mean, I don't remember nice. Thatch playing Thunderbolt. I remember that it can learn Thunderbolt. It can learn Thunderbolt. <laughs> just keep it away from the fighting types, and it's, like... Yeah. Yeah, I think Tyranitar, though, is, like, absolute top five. Bottom five, though. Yeah. Bottom five, and I think we can all agree on this because it's the most disappointing rock type of all time, and that is Colossal. Okay, but it's really good in VGC with Dynamax. Okay, it is, but I think they messed it but up. But once Dynamax is gone, I, I don't see it doing amazing. I think they messed it up. I think they messed it up because they had this really cool idea with Rolly Coley, and they had this other really cool idea with Carcoal. And where it's just like this train motif because both are on wheels. And they're just like, yeah, but what if we just made it Rhyperior? It could be a furnace with Rhyperior's uh, build. Rhyperior's model. It's yeah, fine. I, I, think, <laughs> I think all of its competitive viability just gets thrown in the garbage for me because they were just like, yeah, we just took the same frame as Rhyperior. Also, by the way, we really wanted to make this a diverse group of Pokemon and Sword and Shield, but you can also catch Rhyperior. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, they gave it the starter's G-Max attack. I know. I mean, it's good. I think it's good, though. Oh, it's one of the best G-Max attacks in the game. But it's the fact that it and three starters have that attack. 
Yes. It's so weird. Uh, I just don't like the design either. So to me, it goes in the top bottom five. The design kills everything for me. Like the design just yeah. of Colossal just kills it for me. It, it's just a mountain of coal. They should have made it the train. Mm-hmm. I will stand by this for the rest of my life. It should have looked like a little steam engine. It would have mm-hmm. been cute. Yep. It would have been real cute if they would have turned it into a little steam engine. Like, give me <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine, but call it Colossal. Right. And we would have been good. But that, those are, like, my hard opinions, like, for, like, best and worst, honestly. Okay. You want to go for the next Sigma? Or should I? Uh, my nomination for best is probably going to be the Terror of Gen 5 with Terrakian. I think you have to. I think mm-hmm. Terrakian has to be in top rock types ever. Right. It's good. It's not because it's a rock type, though. It's honestly because it's a fighting type. It's a it, it is a it is a close combat machine, and rock just happens to be a good offensive typing to go with it. Um, it's just like yeah, rock's just there, you know. It was it was a dominant force before Lando Landris Therian became a thing. Yes, it was. My only complaint, uh, not complaint, my only objection, uh, is that Terrakin is not that really known outside the competitive area. Uh, I thought he had a decent card in black white, if I recall. I could That's a long time ago. <laughs> That's my only objection. I mean, competitive-wise, I, mean, I don't can't talk say, to you know. me about my mortality, Jushiro. Gosh, <laughs> I still think it, it deserves a top five slot just for being like probably the coolest rock type legend. Mm-hmm. Beat uh, up strategies are always fun with it in VGC, yeah. but in singles, it can hold its own too. Yeah, so I like it. And for bottom five, yeah, yeah. what do you got for bottom I, I, five? Oh, I do. Uh Mag Cargo. Uh, oh, poor, wow. <laughs> poor thing. No, 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 no. Macargo, I, okay, so like the problem with Macargo that I have is that like they tried to push that's it a so hot hard. No, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> God, you should. That's a dad joke that got me. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Macargo is that they like shoved it down your throat so hard and it's not even good. Uh, it was pushed in what? Gen 2, Gen 3? And Gen 3. It wasn't in Gen 4 because fire Pokemon were not only Gen 4. Yeah, they didn't get the passport unless they were Rapid Dash. <laughs> yeah, Macargo is like incredibly yeah, that's a good one because Macargo is absolute uh garbage. I I it's not fast, it's not good at anything. You don't want to run it in a trick room because it has like two times four weaknesses. Yeah, it's just so bad. It's so wow. bad. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's, it's a colossal without a gimmick. <laughs> they gave the same typing to like Hisui and Growlithe and Hisui and Arcanine, and like even that's better. I think those are fine because they at least have speed, so they're like a scary offense. They can track. do something, yeah. Right. Like, right. Base at least the 30 speed. Is nice. I do go. like Macargo. You Chimbo like it? I, you can't like the, it. Ma- the, the, the design I do. Uh, I don't know. I've, it just, just feels boring, but maybe it's just because <laughs> I saw it so much because it was really pushed in Gen 3. And then when you. Right. So I also played a lot of like the GameCube games as a kid, which I don't think a lot of people have. Uh, so like it, my mm-hmm. my perspective is probably it was in Coliseum, wasn't it? Like, it was in Coli. It was in Coliseum and in oh. Gale of Darkness. And what what's and it worse, was bad in both. <laughs> in Gale of Darkness, what it, they did was pretty intelligent. And like early on, there were just like six Pokemon of very diverse types, so that you could build a team with all the types you need. Very mm-hmm. early on, and so the fire type option though was Slugma, which mm-hmm. is very. And there aren't a lot of Pokemon that are both in XD Gale of Darkness and Coliseum, by the way. And Slugma was one of them that made that made that jump. <laughs> uh, so it it's very it was very unfortunate, and it's just like wow, that's the Pokemon that got it right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I was wrong. It's in. Or maybe it's not in Gale of Darkness or XD. Oh, um, I could be wrong. 
I know that in the TCG, it had, Macargo had a GX card that was actually a lot of fun to play that had the ability that once during your turn, before you attack, you may discard the top card out of your deck. If it's basic energy card, attach it to one of your Pokemon and it was used as some energy acceleration. So it's saw some play. I remember it pairing well with the, uh, Regular mag cargo too, where it can search your deck and put something on top of your deck. So, mm-hmm. yep. like you found the energy and then you attached it. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. But I totally understand from the other aspect why it should be there. Yeah, it's just in the bottom. It's five. Just never. It needs help. Yes, it needs a lot of help. <laughs> so rock types are special. Hold a special t- uh, place in my heart, uh, mostly because of fossils. So there, to me, there's a lot oh, of good choices here. I'm gonna disagree hard. I'm gonna disagree hard on most. Oh, fossils. I have to be the voice here that will defend the fossils until I can, and for that, I will put as my top five Tyrantrum. Okay, that's a that's a fine fossil. <laughs> that is an acceptable fossil. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I was gonna be like. That fossil you're allowed. Gen six fossils you're absolutely allowed because they were interesting. They were. So if we're looking at, if you would have said Ammonite, I would have fought you. <laughs> okay, no, 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 Almastar no. is like. Okay, but it's not top five. Yeah, <laughs> right. If we if we go to the fossil, there's really just one you can think that is the king of the fossils, and it, that's Tyrantrum. Its typing is amazing. Rock dark. It's not rock dark. Rock dragon. But sorry, <laughs> it's rock dragon. Is a great typing, and its abilities are not half bad either. Um, sure, it's not the best when it comes to its stats. I know that much. So if you want to play him, you gotta you know figure some some stuff up, but. He's just such a great design, and it took, I don't know why it took Pokemon five generations to give us a T-Rex, but mm-hmm. I'm just so glad that they did. And for that, Tyrantrum has a spot in my heart, and I assigned it for the top five. I accept Tyrantrum. Tyrantrum is a very <laughs> solid rock type. Yeah, I just I'm okay love with Tyrantrum. Now, on the other hand, speaking of fossils, on the bottom five, Archaeops. Also fair. <laughs> I agree with you. Hard agree. I like its design. I think it's very colorful. Its design is nice. It's awesome. Uh, it's very fossil right? It's based it's very on fossil. <laughs> but it's, it is top fossil. <laughs> but that Pokemon ability has no, makes no sense. Why would you give it to Fetus? I mean, it's just, it does nothing for that poor Pokemon. It's never used because of it. Yes. Its stats aren't even that good to require an ability that makes it worse. Right, right? I know. Like, its stats are slightly above average. It's not even Regigigas or anything. It's just like, yeah, we made it worse because we felt like it. It's it's slightly above, like, Arcanine level yeah. of stats. Yeah. They have to have some sort of rule going on that prehistoric Pokemon and Pokemon cannot be strong. Yeah. Because they just try their hardest to make them not work. They allow the memes to be strong. This jet. They just don't want Pokemon. I don't know. They don't want every Pokemon to be good, and then none of them are good, right? Mm-hmm. So they give you like middling Pokemon for for you know fossils, which is fair because they're extinct for a reason, Jushiro. Okay, yeah, they weren't the world's best. Well, <laughs> coming around again. Uh, well, there's only five. We only have two more slots, and there's three of us. So I guess this is where we get to fight. This is where we get to debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I think it's where we get to fight because I think so far we've all chosen the right choice. and like i have two that are in my top five for rock types that might not be in your top five for rock types that would fill in there is a small handful of the things left that i'd be willing to accept 
I, yeah. Uh, you can absolutely disagree with me on both of these, and that's fine. I was gonna say, in order to get, how, how about this? In order to get to the last two points, it has to have a, a I from all three of us. Yes, I, I agree with yeah. that. I agree with that. You agree? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out there pseudo wudo. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's iconic. It is iconic. It is iconic. I'm not saying it's good. No, it is iconic. It is though. iconic, and it is a memorable rock type. Which I can't say about most of these. <laughs> that is true. It's iconic. But... It's iconic. Hmm. I don't know. And it's like one of the very few pure rock types, too. This is true. I mean, that's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> rock is a bad type, so <laughs> being mono rock type isn't... I feel like we gotta have like a mono rock like in the top five rock types. I feel like if you're gonna talk about a good mono rock, you're gonna talk about Giggle. Because Giggle, it's got a great design. Amazing shine. I disagree. I disagree with Gigalith because it's literally. I just have a problem with a lot of Gen Five stuff, like including Conkolder, right? Because they're clones. Where it's just like Golem two point oh. Well, with, yeah, where they're just like, oh hey, we're gonna make this whole new generation with this whole new Pokedex, so that it's like a soft reboot. Yeah, but Gigalith actually got a cool ability, unlike yeah. Golem. But the, but then they just go. I my second choice is actually Golem for top five. Alolan Golem specifically. <laughs> Alolan Golem. Just because, Alolan Golem is cute. Uh, As we learned from the episode a few months ago where we just like filled out like our favorite Pokemon charts by type or whatever, I just have a soft spot for like a Lolan Pokemon. Mm-hmm. No. For a Lolan Pokemon and things that evolved in Gen 4. Right. Okay, okay. So let's vote on Sudobudo. Let's vote on Sudobudo. I, I obviously have a yes. What uh, you, Sigma? Because th- here's the th- Easter thing. We still have Aerodactyl on this list. We still have Nelego on this list. So I don't know if Sudobudo is better than Aerodactyl. Or more, more iconic. So I guess it's a nay for me. All right. Okay. Well, I, I don't think, I think Aerodactyl's a burn, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to nay Aerodactyl. Okay. Cause I think Aerodactyl's, <laughs> it's basic. It's basic. Okay. Okay. So that both Aerodactyl and Sudowood are gone. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're, they're done. We, they didn't make it. What about you, Sigma? What do you, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to nominate Nihiligo because one, special attacking rock types are, I actually agree with this. And it's like the it's like the Ultra Beast, right? Like it's the first one It's, it's the face of Ultra Beast, right? Yeah. It's yeah. the face of Ultra Beast. I, I agree with I that. I like the design a lot too. It is a very creepy Pokemon, which was designed to do exactly what it was, to be creepy and alien. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a jellyfish rock type. Like that's really cool. Yep. I agree. That's a I from me too. Okay. Yeah. It's like and like coming across a special attacking rock type that people like is uh is a challenge, uh, let's say. Yeah. Wait, Thatch didn't get to nominate a bottom five. Uh, none of us nominated the bottom five. Yeah, we we were trying to get the next top five, and now yeah. we can talk about the bottom five. Oh, gotcha. Uh, okay, okay, that's you. Yeah. Hysterian Avalog, done. I absolutely agree. <laughs> Ice and Rock are both the worst. You want to talk about, like, the most the most unnecessary Hysterian form? Yeah. It's Avalog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, the boss battle's really cool, but yes. Avalog is not the boss battle. Um, right. No, it's not. <laughs> they figured out that boss battle first, and then they're like, well, we can't make the Pokemon this big. Yes. So. <laughs> and Avalog just didn't need to exist. They somehow made Avalog worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Rock Ice is a bad enough typing where I'd probably want to nominate one regardless, but Aurorus has a use. Avalog does not. <laughs> not even just from a use standpoint. Like, at least Aurorus is like an original kind of concept, and Hisuian Avalog is just like, yeah, it's a dirty iceberg. It makes sense that that thing went extinct. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes 
Yeah, absolutely. I I hard agree with that. Though. I feel like a Siri Navalog is like the worst. The worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> okay, so we get one more of each. One more of each. Then one more of each. I for my top five, I would actually would like to nominate Rampados. No. Now I know. No. I know. No. <laughs> I know it's another fossil. <laughs> stop Stop nominating fossils. Sure. To be fair, that is like half this list. Fine. Fine. <laughs> but like... Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Onyx. How about that? Uh, mm. Okay, it's like the definitive rock type, but like... Mm-hmm. It evolves into a non-rock. Um, mm. On top of that, like... Because like it's like the Gen 1 rock type, but like all of the... Ca- I, the, I, the problem I have with rock type in Gen 1 is that, like, all of the properties they try to, like, tell you are rock type Pokemon is literally just ground type Pokemon. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're awful about it. So I, I don't know. Like, Onyx is also, I don't know, it feels basic. Have you ever seen how bad yeah. Onyx's stats are? They are. Oh, yeah. do, you know, do you know what has, like, more attack than an Onyx? I think it's, like, a Talonflame. Like, it wow. has the defense stat of a Cloyster, and yeah. then a high speed stat, and then no other stats. Yeah. Its attack stat is so low. It's 45. It, 45 attack. It, How? It was made to it's, not do damage. It's uh, a snake made out of boulders. How can I not have a high attack? I don't get it. Like, I'm letting it stay out of the bottom five, but I'm not letting yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. But those are my <laughs> nominations for that. Now, let's go back to you, uh, Thatch. What's your top nomination? Okay, so, like, I've got two more, and I, I know my second one will win. So I'm going to do my first one, which is still a Wilden Golem. you're making this so hard because i want to say yes but i don't know if i should because i think i think alolan golem was at least unique it being the electric rock type he decided he wanted to be a rail gun and as a physicist that excites me (laughs) conceptually the rail gun is kind of cool yeah Um, yeah rail gun scientifically rail guns are very cool Oh, you're making this difficult, Thatch, because I really do love me some Alolan Golem. Alolan Golem is a cool rock type. I'm just throwing it, it out he there. He really is. He really is. Well, but you, Sigma. It shoots rocks, which is really cool. Which are typically its own offspring, but that's a different story. Well, it's fine. <laughs> uh, babies. Dragapult is normalized. And Dragapult uh, has normalized. <laughs> Before there was Dragapult, there was Alolan Golem. Right. <laughs> Shooting Alolan Geodude. Uh, I hard vote uh, Alolan Golem only because it's weird and I love it. I gotta have to say yes here too. I can't say no. I'm not against it. I'm not against it. We can have him. Okay. There you go. Fifth okay. top Alolan. I'm glad that Alolan Golem made it because my other option was Cleavor and I think Cleavor is absolutely a great rock type. But Yes. And we didn't even mention Rhyperion. Rhyperion. I was going Rhyperior next too. Yeah. yeah. Rhyperior or Shuckle. In terms of worst? No, at best. No, uh, in the top top five. Okay, Rhyperior just suffers from, like, the Gen 4 evolution syndrome, where it's just like, yeah, but I just got fat. Yeah, that's why, like, <laughs> Shuckle wouldn't have been bad either. Shuckle would have been one, okay, because it's a meme. I would have accepted Shuckle as top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alolan Golem's better. Now, the bottom for f- top, the, 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 yeah, the bottom five ain't gonna be easy, because what we have left is pretty much bottom of the barrel. Uh, a lot of bottom of the barrel. Uh, so, I feel... I feel like a water rock deserves to be on the list. So Kabutops or Omastar? I was actually it? going Corsola. Corsola's kind of trash. Actually, yeah. Um, no, I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. Corsola is a Pokemon that makes no sense to me. Yeah. Like, design-wise, it's, like, okay, but... I mean, its evolution is pretty awesome. I would have also been okay with it being, like, a water grass type. 
Yeah, well, I understand why it's water rock because like coral is kind of a rock. I kind of get but... it too, but it doesn't really work. And now we have a the Galarian Corsola, which is just better to battle with. Uh, it is better. Galarian Corsola is well. It's only because it gets Eviolite. Yeah. It gets access to Eviolite. Yeah. Uh, I'm really hoping Eviolite just doesn't exist in Scarlet and Violet. Me too. I'd be okay with that. Like the other option is Carbink, uh, because it's just worse Deancey. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Corsola is worse. What about Minior? Minior was disappointing as heck. No, it has shell smash. It's actually cool. Minior is okay. I like Minior. Minior. It has a strategy. It okay. tries the strategy. Like I'm. It does all right. Minior's Minior's all right. He's good. He's good. He's a good guy. Good boy. It it's a fine mid tier rock. Um, yeah, it's like it's definitely in the middle. It's definitely in the middle. maybe even upper because rock is really bad, but it's not top five. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with this. But yeah, I think Corsola. I think Corsola is where it goes. Corsola it Jishiro is. Jishiro doesn't have an objection. I don't have an objection nope. to Corsola. I, I don't have an objection either. I like okay. the evolution. Corsola is sad. Corsola is, is a sad Pokemon. There you go, huh? Yeah, for those of you at home, what we came up with was uh, top five of Tyranitar, Terrakian, Tyrantrum, Nihilego, and Alolan Golem. Our bottom five was Colossal, Macargo, Archaeops, Sasuian Avalog, and Corsola. Feel free to disagree with us and emails at fucklepodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to add us. Yeah, just just come at us. Come at us. Tell us why we're wrong for hating Meg Cargo. Uh, Nobody can tell you that. <laughs> and, like, there's there's just no explanation. Why does McCargo exist? Let us know your top five and your bottom five. Yeah, from uh, from the three of us here at the Puckle Podcast. Uh, though I think Pseudo Wudo should have made it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like Pseudo Wudo. Just to make you just to make you feel okay. When we do grass, I'll have Pseudo Wudo on that list. <laughs> no, that doesn't make me feel better at all. Then <laughs> you can put it as one of the worst grass types. <laughs> Could you imagine a regional pseudo where it's just a grass type? <sighs> that would be pretty hilarious. We've just come full. We've come full circle, right? A pseudo pretended to be a tree for so long that it had so much moss grow on it. Yeah, and it became a tree. <laughs> it had so much moss grow on it that it became a rock grass type. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, that's going to be it for our topic today. We're going to kick it on over to our Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you guys on the flip flop. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 487, Giratina, the renegade Pokemon. The brilliant diamond and shining pearl Pokedex entry states, a Pokemon that is set to live in a world on the reverse side of ours. It appears in an ancient cemetery. Ooh, it's Giratina. Ooh. We're not playing with origin form today. We're playing with normal Giratina, which is something, something, something. Let me tell you. I mean, sometimes the bulk is nice and uh, holding an item is nice. Face 90 speed, so that's something. Uh, It's attack and special attack, though, are a little bit lower. The bulk is higher, though, because it's base 120 uh, defense and special defense, base 150 HP. The only thing that happens between origin and altered forms is that the attack and defense stats are just switched. So it's base 100 attack and special defense for uh, or special attack for regular Giratina. And then in origin form, it's flipped. So it's 120 instead. Not as optimized as our new origin forms are, but whatever. That's fine. Those aren't those aren't viable. I'm really actually still surprised that they didn't let them transfer in, which is somewhat upsetting. Eh. Well, it would have been fun. It would have been fun to see in, in VGC. It would have been fun, but they're also ugly, so whatever. Oh, they are hideous. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm kind of okay with it. But all right. Well, let's keep going then. We got a team for you guys this week. It is a Giratina team for VGC. 
It's going to be a real good time. So we've got a Giratina on this team holding a weakness policy. Pressure is the ability because that's all it can get. Does he have telepathy too or no? Uh, He has telepathy in his altered form as a hidden ability, yes. But he's stuck with levitate. He's stuck with levitate in origin form. We're not doing anything to... Yeah, exactly. So it's fine. Actually, I don't think telepathy works with the weakness policy, so it's probably fine. Yes, this is what you want. <laughs> It's 236 HP, so it's a bulky boy, 252 special attack, 20 speed, because we're going trick room. Mm-hmm. And it's got a modest nature, so it can hit hard, and it's Draco Meteor, Shadow Ball, Protect, and Thunder, probably for, uh, what's it called? Kyogre. Kyogre, yeah, probably for, that's what I meant. We don't like Kyogre. No one likes Kyogre, but we resist Kyogre as a Giratina. Yeah, that's something. That's something, except when it brings Ice Beam, it's fine. It's okay, usually they're like double water with thunder really i say i I usually always bring ice beam but that's me i think usually you'll see an ice beam but like we're bulky we can take one yeah all right so the next one is mimic you with mental herb so that it can't i guess you're not getting taunted while you trick room yeah you can't be taunted while you trick room so it's disguise obviously 252 hp 252 defense we're bulky boy and we are uh relaxed with play rough a zero speed iv so it gets a trick room uh, Shadow Sneak, Will-O-Wisp, and Trick Room. Oh, it's all right, I guess. Uh, it's a Mimikyu. It, it still exists in this format. It's fine. Yeah, and it can Shadow Sneak your Giratina and get its weakness policy proc if nobody else does. Mm. Mm. So that's something. Somebody take the next two. Oh, I'll take them. So next up, we have Calyrex Ice Swarm with its Lumberry because it doesn't have a weakness policy because our Giratina took it. <laughs> yeah. Max HP, max attached attack with the uh rest going in special defense adamant nature so we're not even running min speed which is probably fine Mm -hmm. then we have glacial lance trick room protect and helping hand though honestly that probably should be like high horsepower Mm. or whatever ground move it gets it it gets a ground it should run it (laughs) yeah yeah and then we have incinerar with a citrus berry and intimidate Max HP 140 in defense, 116 in special defense with a careful nature. Flare Blitz, Brutal Swing, Parting Shot, and Fake Out. I don't know what Incineroar spreads do. Uh, there are, like, more Incineroar spreads than there are viable Pokemon in the meta. Yeah! <laughs> it's so true, though. Uh, I, I swear, every Incineroar I see has a different spread, and I'm sure they each do their own thing, and I have no clue what each one is. I am really sure they do. And a reason to be hated. I am willing to accept that any Incineroar spread is a good Incineroar spread. <laughs> there is no best. I really wish that Calyrex Ice had, like, high horsepower on it, though. Probably instead of Helping Hand. Yeah, like, Helping Hand doesn't... It seems like a waste of your restricted slot. Yeah, I guess unless they're hoping you Helping Hand the Giratina? But even then, it doesn't have spread. Like, if it had spread, I'm okay with it. It doesn't have spread, though. I think the helping hand should be replaced with high horsepower. All right. Well, Jushiro, take us home with these last two Pokemon that are pretty standard-ish. Absolutely. We got Rillaboom G-Max with Miracle Seed. Its ability is Grassy Surge. And then the Eevee spreads of 252 HP, 252 attack, and 4 special defense with the Adamant Nature. Its attacks are the Glassy Slide, High Horsepower, Fake Out, and Protect. Uh, pretty standard. Even me, I can notice that. Yeah. Then we'll top all things up with a cherry on top that is Togekiss with uh, a Beery Berry, which is the... I- anti-steel. It's anti-steel. 
anti-Zashin. Let's be honest. It's anti-Zashin. Ah, oh, there. Thank you. I've heard that. I've seen that very, but I've never uh, used it. Super ability, super luck, of course. With the EV spreads of 244 HP, 12 death de- on defense, and 252 on special defense with the calm nature. And you got to make sure that that IV on attack stays on zero. And then it's four attacks, that's in gleam. Uh, follow me, helping hand, and protect. That's, uh, the Togekiss's Babiri Berry is also spec, so it can live a Zacian Behemoth Blade. Uh, so that means that if Zacian hits you, you can still get your follow me off and not have your Trick Room Setter hit by something else afterwards. So I, I always take that with a nice grain of salt. This team's alright. I would still put high horsepower on the Calyrex after playing. I played one match with it beforehand, and that's what I would do. And if we had high horsepower, it would have been a very different match. Yes, uh, we would have won. Easily. Yes, uh, we would have absolutely won if that were the case, I think. And I, I, I think helping hands always, like I said, I, there's no spread on Giratina. Yeah, the only spread is Glacial Lance, actually, on this entire team. Oh, I guess there's a Dazzling Gleam. Dazzling Gleam, but, like, Togekiss attacking seems unlikely. Does that count, though? Like, I don't even know if that counts. Like, I guess Brutal sw- Oh, Incinerator has Brutal Swing to activate the... Uh- oh, the weakness policy. Oh, interesting, interesting. That's something. That's not spread your uh, ever going to helping hand, though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Technically, that is spread. It's not the spread we're looking for. Yeah, I absolutely agree. But yeah, this is uh, it's an interesting team. It's definitely different. I don't know if I like it more or less than some of the other stuff we've seen before, though. Like, I, I've definitely been playing other teams, and like I've definitely been playing Sasha and Kyogre, unfortunately. I was going to say, the real trick to poke of the episode is finding a team that isn't Sasha and Kyogre. Yeah. And that's kind of where we are, uh, is that I just want to do Zashin Kyogre. <laughs> it's like Zashin Kyogre or like Reshiram Ice Calyrex. Yeah, it was a meta. It is a meta. It is not the best meta right now. And it's very sad that it lasts so long. Yeah. Oh, it's about to end. Yeah, after Worlds. <laughs> after, well, it's, it's, they'll still play it a little bit after Worlds until Scarlet and Violet, essentially. So the thing is, they announced that these rule sets last, the rules right now are going to last until the end of August when they announced them. Yeah, but they're just going to announce that it goes on afterwards, too. I mean, maybe. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Right. They put an end date on it, so I assume there's, like, new rules between then and Scarlet and Violet. I hope so, and I hope it's just, like, a ban list. I just hope it's ban list. Just be ban list. All right. Well, on that note, guys, if you want this Pokemon team and you want it shiny, come on over to our Patreon at the $10 tier. You can grab it. It'll be there. Also, green Taurus badge pins in June if you join at the $10 tier. Mm. So definitely consider that. On that note, though, guys, we're going to go to the mailbag. So let's kick it on over there. It's mail time. Send in your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com and we will tell you, or we might read it on the show. We typically have a prompt. Last week we asked you guys what you think of the Pokemon Home 2.0 news and how that's all working out and shaking out. And I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. But before that, if you could write an email that inspires discussion and we honestly really like, we'll give you a fictional Green Tauros badge, aka a role on the Discord server. So all you have to do is ask us for it if you win it. But it's sponsored by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. Yay. And on that note, we are going to go ahead and kick it on over to 
these emails. Our first email this week, I believe Jushiro is going to have, and it's going to be from Zay Paladin. Zay Paladin. It's uh, subject is home 2.0 is already old. What it to do, Puckle Crew? Hope y'all doing well today and are ready for an in-depth home discussion. Bear with me, as I had to rewrite this email a few times in order to make sure I was clear and concise in what I was trying to say. With that disclaimer done, I'm going to go ahead and say home should have been Battle Revolution Colosseum 2.0. Yeah, I think everybody agrees with this. Plain and simple, people don't like having Pokemon that you can't play with. To solve this issue, you add an online battle arena to home. I'm pretty sure that has been mentioned previously, but wanted to elaborate on two key points. The first point is that in the online edition, you are not shifting VGC onto home, but instead are providing an alternative to the current cart metagame. I think each generation have their own unique meta is really fun and enjoy trying different gen metas in Pokemon Showdown. In Battle Revolution 2.0, you could use Pokemon in various metas and have in-house tournaments and uh, in whatever category you want. All this Pokemon you've collected now have a purpose. Your original gold, silver, Feraligator could now fight in any metagame that's included Feraligator in the decks. Furthermore, with the presence of the online arena on home, you don't have to worry about to move calling on to current games. Yes, listener reader, you too can use Roos Piplup since there isn't a dumb rule that messes up your move pool by going from home to cart. Oh, it already happened, though. Uh, it already happened. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I kind of like it as a future-proof thing, but... Yeah. Like, it'll be cool going forward that you can take your Scarlet and Violet Pokemon back to old games that they're available in. I do like that you can, right. I do like that you can go backwards. I, I like going backwards. That's really cool. Yeah. That is, like, the best part of this, is that you can go backwards, because... Like the, I mean, it makes sense now, like in this post exit world, everything's making a little bit more sense because we have a much larger picture of what they're trying. And I think one of the things is, I don't know if you guys are aware, but like in the code, they actually started labeling the generations a little bit differently than what the fan base would, because we would have just called BDSP and also PLA generation eight. But in the code, they have not. They've actually named BDSP generation nine and PLA generation 10. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just thinking about that. Just think about think about it that way. Which I so uh, the way they kind of see it, in my opinion, is they they might not update Pokedexes backwards, but right. they will let you bring Pokemon backwards so you can replay games with games that you've already played. Right? Like, say you joined in the Pokemon craze a little bit late, like Scarlet and Violet's your first game. Well, you, there's value to go back in Sword and Shield because you can take some of your Pokemon from Scarlet and Violet, go to Sword and Shield, and then you can get them Golar Champion ribbons. Yeah. And oh, that's awesome! I love that. Yeah. I, re- I really like that. Like, that, that's what I'm happy about BDSP. Like, I get to go and take things and get them their uh, contest ribbons. Like, that's cool. Yeah. No, it, it's very cool. Like, I have a shiny cradley, and I'm very happy that I can get ribbons on it. Yeah, I think I think that's the best thing that's come out of this. I think, I, I don't know that it's worth the sacrifices that we've made along the way. <laughs> but it, it's a little thing that's nice. It's like, well, at least you did something that's cool. You know, you did like one thing that's cool. It's just Nintendo and Pokemon in general, uh, in, because uh, one, our expectations are set a little bit differently, but also two, that like they always seem to take like two steps back, one step forward. Right. That's always been Nintendo game. Yeah. Uh, so like you know, it, it feels kind of like that, but at least this is the step forward right. that we all like, and I'm 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 okay with this. It's just not as fun. 
I'm going to feel better about it when every Pokemon has a game that I can go to that connects to home. Right. That isn't Let's Go because Let's Go doesn't have that backwards compatibility. No, Let's Go doesn't let you go backwards. Yeah, yeah. What uh, I think most of Gen 1 is okay right now. Yeah, everything in Gen 1 is okay because of BDSP. Yeah, BDSP saves up to Gen 4, but we're still missing like 60 Pokemon that don't have a home, which is somewhat frustrating. Well, I'm sure we're going to get it in Violet and Scarlet. Eh, most of them. I don't think all of them will be there. I don't know. I think I could see most of the 60 in there for sure. Yeah, to uh, pumper up their uh, Pokedex to make it bigger. I think the issue is the starters and if they get those into the Scarlet and Violet. I think the Gen 5 starters will make it because of Oshawott, and the Gen 6 starters I think will get in because you can't not have Greninja for that long. You can't keep Greninja out of the games for that yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> the, the problem I have with it is that PLA had like the Hisuian evolutions, and I think they're going to put all of the Hisuian evolutions into Scarlet and Violet. Oh, okay. Which means that I could totally see the rest of the Alolan Pokemon coming as well, which do means... Do not let Incineroar in. Do not. If we're going to have Dexit, let's do Dexit right and not put right. Incineroar in the game. <laughs> Just keep Incineroar <laughs> out. Please. I'm begging you. Yes. Let Arcanine be the Intimidator. It's yeah, fine. I'm really tired of Incineroar. I'm really tired of Incineroar. Just get it Like, out. Incineroar's numbers are better than Landorus's numbers at its peak. Like, it's yeah, awful. Yeah, I know. It's wow. awful. No, well, I mean, Incineroar did have 90% usage at one point. It was insane. That was back in, like, Gen 7. Yeah. At least it's down to 65%. Yeah. Well, continue on with the email, though. <laughs> I don't know if this will actually work, but it would be implied by not needing to move a Pokemon to a game that has already altered move pool at least. The one drawback to this shift to Battle Revolution 2.0 is that adjusting EVs and IVs wouldn't be as simple as in Showdown, and therefore would be more grindy. However, I'd argue that farming XP or, cur- uh, or currency for vitamins in Swish has made relatively easy and made uh, had multiple a- avenues to do so. Now, you could farm these resources on cart and transfer them to the new Home Revolution Coliseum to be used or housed there. I honestly think that this is impossible now just because of PLA. Right, yeah. And the way that they have all the stat stuff work really oddly. PLA stats work weird. Their yeah. moves exist because they need those moves to exist in that game right. style. Yeah, I, I honestly don't... Th- I, I want this to happen. I do believe that there should just be a new battle revolution of some sort in general. And what you do is that's the game that you go, everybody's here. That way you don't have to have walking animations for everybody in the current style. Mm-hmm. That's the game that's everybody's here. And you can do battles and you can have a lot of t- fun with that. And I think that would be the best middle ground for everybody. I do think we have walking animations for just about everything at this point, though. Uh, yeah, but they, I Gen Seven had the walking animations in them already, so that we'd have to use those sprites. And I think Gen Nine on, they've definitely redone the models. Right. Or PLA on, they've definitely they've worked on texturing at least. Like texturing is much better now. Well, like Gengar has a mouth, but yeah, move on. <laughs> now, here's where things get more wishful thinking than simple solution. Really? Now? Uh, this is to address a point I believe Thatch made in the last episode about not being able to or wanting to use older Pokemon until post-game. In the mainline games... You can't transfer Pokemon in? You, can you transfer... Okay, Sigma would know this. Because this is a question I had last week that I did not get an answer. Can you transfer from home if you haven't gotten them in the Pokedex in the game? 
Go is the only thing that restricts it. You cannot transfer Go Pokemon in before you see them in your Pokedex. Okay. You can transfer everything else. Okay. That's what I, I knew there was something like that, and I hate that, that, it, that the answer you gave me was more complicated than the answer I gave last week. I think there's no reason to restrict <laughs> Go Pokemon when you restrict... Like, either restrict right. everything or restrict nothing. I don't understand why. <laughs> I think it's because of the shiny Pokemon value, and, like, for some reason, they de- Pokemon has this idea of, like, the shiny Pokemon market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, w- I was trying to put a Celebi in my BDSP for its decks. Uh, mm-hmm. It wouldn't let me put my shiny Go Celebi into the game. I had to yeah. put my regular shiny Celebi into the game, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, you can have the... Well, this is dumb. You can have the Celebi now. It's like, why? Why? <laughs> uh, it's dumb. It's it's mm-hmm. just dumb. Yep. In the mainline games, there should be an added portion of the post game that is just brutal level difference where you fight, sorry, a team leader or former champion that is pretty much maxed out. This would be a great opportunity to bring in your own max out Pokemon from other games, similar to what Ash sometimes does in the anime with Charizard and Sceptile. Alternatively, you make the raid boss fight what the Galar Star Tournament should have been, but with everyone at level 100, where you can let loose with your own fully decked out team instead of wailing on Leon's level 70-ish Charizard repeatedly, this would be a great way to still get mileage out of the 100, a level 100 Pokemon in the mainline games without feeling like you're cheating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm not against it. I just think what they should do. Yeah is they should put in, like, Battle Frontier. Like, Battle Frontier, everybody wants it. And, like, they, yeah. they're trying to do it, and they're doing it, like, in the worst way possible, in my opinion. Right. Because what they'll do is they'll give us essentially the equivalent of, like, two or three facilities in every game. Right. Like, I, I think the Galar Star Tournament's a good example of a facility for Battle Frontier. And then mm-hmm. I also think that the whatever they did in Isle of Armor, I forget what it... Yeah, the type battles in Isle of yeah, Armor. Yeah, that was, that was 100%... That was interesting. That was 100% a Battle Frontier facility. Right. So regarding the difficulty, I mean, I've always thought that if you wanted to make gyms and and champions harder, it's not upping their levels. It's giving them the the 50 level 50 rule that it brings everyone to level 50. Yeah, that's why, that's why I say Battle Frontier, because Battle Frontier did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I've always felt that leveling Pokemon to 100 is unnecessary anymore. And uh, those who do it, power more power through you, but it's really not necessary. All right, keep going. I have a plenty of other ideas, but I think I'll stop there for now. The addition of the Battle Arena at, to home, along with the higher level challenge on cart, would make home not feel like a Pokemon purgatory that it is. Let me know your thoughts. I hope you will get to see your favorite Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet. Thanks, the Paladin. All right. Well, thank you for that. It's probably Green Taurus badge at this point, but... Right. <laughs> All right. This next one is going to be from Big Cat Bruce. Hey, Puckle People Eaters. I hope you're doing all doing exceptionally well and crushing it in your personal lives. I am my personal life might have been crushing me this week, but we'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) I am glad that Pokemon Home finally got the update for PLA and BDSP. It's nice that the connectivity issues were figured out. With that said, though, I'm kind of indifferent to update because of two things. The competitive meta impact and the future use of Unity for Pokemon games. Mm. I think the Unity issue probably is resolved mostly because I think BDSP will be the only one that uses Unity. I mean, if Elka does another one... Another remake in the future? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I don't think we should do remakes ever again, but that's just me. 
I I think the DS games pro- DS and 3DS games I'm not against it just because it's hard to port those. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's where I'm at. Like o- Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire like DX, I'm still not against. They're not happening. That's not happening. Stop it. I I know it's not happening, but if they were to do it, I I would welcome it in open arms because yes. those were good games. Angry Ninjas in them. <laughs> First, I always thought uh, I always look at things through a competitive lens, uh, a competitive lens, because it's my favorite part of Pokemon games. Usually, I'm incredibly excited for new Pokemon Bank home updates because it means that the meta will shift a bit with the additional Pokemon and Armory sets added. That's never going to happen again, Big Cat Bruce. I'm so sorry. However, this new update will not impact VGC or BSS at all because it won't add anything new to Swish. I'm curious though. Showdown will find a way to add PLA mons because they've been salivating over Ursaluna for months. They probably will. <laughs> Then the future use of Unity, I'm curious if the issues that Ilka had with BDSP and home connectivity will stop or limit the the future development of the Unity engine. I was excited about Unity Pokemon games because it's an easy-to-use engine while still being really powerful. I hope that the issues were an Ilka problem and not the Unity engine having problems. I do think the Gen 9 looks great so far, so maybe my Unity concerns aren't valid. I don't think Gen 9 is running on Unity, but that's... uh, (laughs) Also, my opinion. I think it's running on whatever PLA is running on. Yep. Yeah. Ultimately, I'm glad that Home 2.0 is coming because having all the Pokemon stored in the same place is great for the fan base and for future Pokemon games. But for me, as someone who doesn't shiny hunt and doesn't worry about completing the regional, national, or living decks, it doesn't impact me too much. However, if I can have Piplup with Roost in Gen 9, you better believe I'm speedrunning PLA to transfer in my Emperor Penguin with HP recovery. It's not happening. (laughs) I'm so sorry. As a final thought, what do you think will be the VGC meta after Worlds? There's just under three months between the end of Worlds and the release of Gen 9. Personally, I'd love a meta with no restricted mons and no Dynamax. I think it'd be a fun warm-up to Gen 9, assuming there's no Dynamax in the next games. Thank you all so much, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend, Big Cat Bruce. So we, uh... I would be down for Spike Myth Cup, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, there should be no Dynamax, and it should be banlist. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, without Dynamax, I don't know if you need ban list. Like, just remove, like, Zacian and the friends from the meta and be, like, a normal format with no Dynamax. That could be fun. Let Urshifu reign supreme. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so our next one and our last email is going to be from uh, 2Crow48. There we go. All right. How's it going, Buckle Crew? For the first time, I will make this message quick, sweet, and to the point. When it comes to Pokemon Home and the new update, my opinion is pretty simple. As long as I can continue to transfer my Pokemon into Home, I'm happy. To piggyback on the previous week's question, I'm pretty sure Home is the only Pokemon game that I played correctly. (laughs) I wasn't originally all that excited about Home, but when COVID destroyed the public world and I didn't have much to do, I decided to embark on a quest I hadn't done in years complete a living dex. The last time I did this was way back when Fire Red and Leaf Green were released and allowed me to finally complete my Sapphire living dex. Oh god, Gen 3 living dex was awful. That's the worst nightmare. I think Gen 4 was the first time I finished a dex after Gen 1. Hmm. Well, Gen 3 was impossible. You had to have so many games. I had all those games and I still... So did I and I still didn't do it. I still messed up getting the Ho-Oh. I got the ho. The ho is just hard, man. Oh my god. I, uh, yeah, no. The ho is the ho is the worst. Mm-hmm. Anyways, in fact, 
I was so dedicated this time around that I finally caved and downloaded Pokemon Go, grinding out Meltan just so I could get a Melmetal, and then immediately uninstalled Go. <laughs> Number one thing that needs to happen, Meltan needs to evolve in a game. I'm just saying. Mel- Meltan needs to evolve in a game. I'm I'm surprised. I think the Melmetal gift is still a thing. If you transfer any Pokemon from Go, you get a free Melmetal. Yes, it is. It is. So you didn't even need to grind it out, but that's fine. So now that this update has kicked in, I plan to spend this weekend catching and transferring Hisuian variants to update it. After this, I'll only be missing Zarude. So one day, hopefully. (laughs) Or join the Patreon. We're giving those away, I think, right now. No seven-page letter for me this week. Pretty basic. Keep up the good work and take care. Two Crow 48. Well, thank you for that, Two Crow. Is Two Crows a murder still or not? Or is an uh, That's a great murder. question. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I think that's everything. I think Green Taurus Badge goes to uh, goes to Zay Paladin. Sounds yes. Good. All right. On that note, though, if you want to send us emails next week, send them to us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what Pokemon you think should have been in the top five and bottom five, or what rock-type Pokemon should be there. Did we get it wrong? Probably. Probably, yeah. Let us know why. All right. And if you want to follow us throughout the week, first, come to PuckleDiscord.com and come and hang out with us. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also go ahead and follow us at YouTube, YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast. You can follow us on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash ThePucklePodcast, where I will stream this Thursday. If you want to come by and play some Pokemon TCG with us, check it us out this Friday on the Discord. There should be a sign-up document for that as well. And then if you would like to go ahead and support the show in any way, the best way to do so is over at Patreon, patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. We are giving out green Taurus pins to those who are at the $10 tier. If you're international, however, you do have to go to a higher tier because shipping is ridiculous, ridiculously overpriced, and I dislike it a lot. But on that note, that is everything. I have been your host, Trainer Thatch. Some say I've been to Shiro. And I've been our Sigma. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. <laughs>